Heavenly Father, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. We thank you for your loving kindness. We praise you for your faithfulness. Father, we love you both now and forevermore. And Lord Jesus, you said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. This is a holy gathering. We are gathered together in your name, and we know that you are in the midst of us. And wherever you are, there is peace that passes all understanding. Wherever you are, there is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Wherever you are, there is perfect love that casts out all fear. Jesus, you are love, and we love you because you first loved us. And Holy Spirit, you inspired the prophet Zechariah to say these words. And ye shall ask of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone, grass in the field. Holy Spirit, we hear the sound of the abundance of rain. We anticipate bright clouds of your awesome power. We wait on you for showers of your unfailing love. We thank you for your presence. And Holy Spirit, we love you just for who you are. Change us from glory to glory. Fill us with your power. Saturate us with your love. Holy Spirit, rain on us. Amen, amen. Glory be to God. We just want to thank each and every person that has shown up today for MBKI's Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio. It's a beautiful day here in Washington State. I hope you guys have sunshine and everything is going peaceful in your life today. Hallelujah. We're going to come together today and just worship God. Just give him his just due because he is God and God alone, and he's given us an opportunity in this day to see another day. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you need more of God? I mean, how many of you need God to really do something in your life? Hallelujah. The Bible says that if we praise him that he inhabits the praises of his people. Right now, Lord, we need more of you, Lord. We come together, Father God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. As a unified body with our hearts and our minds, Father God, focused upon you. Father God, seeking not your hand, but your face. Lord, we need more of you. Take this flesh, Father God, and kill it now that your spirit may rise up in us. We need more of you, God.
yes, Lord. Whatever we need to do, Lord, to get closer, we are willing, Lord God. All distractions, hallelujah. All distractions we come against right now.
We thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the Bible says, as we draw nigh to you, you will draw nigh to us. So now we come together, Father God, hallelujah, to fellowship with one another, to draw closer to you, Father God, so that you may dwell upon this line, so that your spirit may move upon this line, that your glory may fall upon this line to bring a transformation to the minds of your people, hallelujah, to break chains off of your people, to cut ley lines off of your people, to break curses off your people, Father God, to bring them from a place and put them in a place, Lord God, that you have predestined for their life. We glorify your name right now, Father God, wherever you are, just begin to praise God, give him praise, hallelujah, for he is worthy, hallelujah, it's because of God that we're able to come together, hallelujah, from coast to coast, from state to state, on technology, hallelujah, to give him praise. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for the angels, Father God. We thank you for the anointing. We thank you for your spirit. Lord God, right now, Father God, we humble ourselves to you. We ask, Lord God, that you will forgive us of any sin that we may have committed, anything we may have said, done, or thought, any statute or commandment, Father God, that we have not fallen in line with. We ask you to forgive us now, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, Father God. Put it under the blood, Lord God. Now release your dualist power in our soul, Father God, that whatever sin may have tried to come and rip and sweat and cut, Father God, hallelujah, that your resurrection power may restore, may renew, Father God, hallelujah, and bring back to life those areas, Father God, that we may be whole, Father God, and as the Bible says, prosper as our soul prospers, that we can move, Father God, into the things in which you have predestined for our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, we thank you. We glorify you, Lord, and we magnify you. For this is our season, Lord God. This is our season, Father God. We have laid seed, Father God, but this is the time of harvest. This is our season, Lord God, and we are expecting a mighty harvest. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, 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 yes. Keep raising now. Keep raising. This is your season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak that in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. This is my season. Hallelujah. To reap what I have sown. Come on now. Come on. Come on. You believe it. You receive it. For grace. For favor. This is my to reap what I have done. Y'all listen to this. See, I haven't been perfect, but I sure been faithful. See, God's got a purpose, and I know He's evil. I've got a seed in the ground that is blessing. No more stressing. Yes, I yes, yes. In the ground. Now I'm knowing and it's showing
Lord God, over this line, that everyone, Father God, that is on this line, Father God, will reap what they have sown in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord God. We glorify you and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, Lord God, amen and amen. Again, I just want to thank each and every person that has come upon the line today to fellowship with us, to praise the Lord with us. Hallelujah. This isn't about a word. Hallelujah. This is about seeking God's face. Hallelujah. Seeking God's face in the name of Jesus Christ. So we give you all the glory and all the praise, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First off, I want to give thanks, hallelujah, to God, for he is the head of my life. Without him, I don't know where I would be. I don't know where I would be. I I just thank you, Lord God, for doing what you have done in my life. 
hallelujah, and what you're still doing. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I give honor to my wife, Prophetess Donna Baxter. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you for the daughter that you have given to me, hallelujah, as a wife, Father God. And I thank her for being my eyes and my ears, my body as I'm her Clyde. Amen. Glory be to God. And I give honor to my spiritual father, hallelujah, in covering of this ministry, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate, hallelujah, glory be to God. I thank God for the man of God who keeps me focused and helps me to move forward in the things uh, of God, hallelujah, when it comes to being a leader, hallelujah. I thank God for him. Amen, amen. And each and every person that is on the line today, tomorrow, next month, and next year, whoever listens to this in the archives, I give you honor in your respective office and position, hallelujah, in the kingdom of God. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that we don't really talk too much about in the church today because people don't want to hear about it. We like living life the way we want to live life. Amen. Hallelujah. And if anybody gets in the way of the way that we live life, then there's a problem. Hallelujah. See, when you go to church and you begin to hear a word that begins to hit your flesh, in a place that you know, hallelujah, is correct in your spirit, but your flesh doesn't want to agree because your flesh likes what it likes. Hallelujah. That'll be the last time that you go to that church because the man is speaking too much truth and it hurts. It says the word cuts. Hallelujah. It cuts. And when you get cut, it hurts. Hallelujah. So you don't go back there. You want to go somewhere where you get a little fluff, where you get stroked a little bit, everything's good, and you leave kind of like your, your flesh is tingled up and you're energized in the flesh, but your spirit is withering away because you're not getting any word that's going to help you move forward. So in all that, I come to say that we're going to be talking about the obedience. Are you obedient to God's voice? Amen. Hallelujah. As I come to find as God was dealing with me on this over the past two two or three days, there's a lot more to what it is that uh, God has been dealing with me on, but I just wanted to share a piece of it with the body, hallelujah, because it is very important that we, hallelujah, listen to the voice of God and allow him to lead us, hallelujah, glory be to God. It talks about, hallelujah, in Genesis where God put man into the garden, hallelujah, and then he made man a helpmeet, hallelujah, glory be to God. And from that point, hallelujah, they began to walk with God in the cool of the day. They were connected with God. They did what God said to do. But, hallelujah, there was a serpent, a crafty little creature, hallelujah, that crept into the garden that manipulated the mind of Eve, hallelujah, to the point to where she took her eyes off God. And like I always say, I don't think she was cross-sided. I don't think that she had one eye on God and one eye on the fruit. I think she took both her eyes off of God and put it on the creation of God, the fruit. And from that point, she began to look at herself and how this fruit can benefit her. Amen. Glory be to God. So today, we're going to find out some things about God, hallelujah, and his obedience, hallelujah, because when we keep our eyes on God, hallelujah, we can stay, hallelujah, in God and walk in the spirit and not satisfy the lust of the flesh. So my question is, are you cross-sided? Are you looking at God with one eye and looking at the world with the other? Or are you just looking at the world 
hallelujah, like Eve did when the serpent came into the garden and manipulated her mind and wooed her mind to take her eyes off of God. Or are both of your eyes on God and you not looking to the left or to the right, but you are looking straight ahead, hallelujah, as Peter did for a period of time when God, when Jesus said, walk, come to me, hallelujah, on the water. And as long as he kept his eyes upon Jesus, as he kept his eyes upon Jesus, he was able to walk on the word that Jesus spoke, hallelujah, but when he began to look to the left or to the right, he fell into the water because he got back into self, amen. We're going to be going to, uh, let's go to, hmm, let's go to Exodus first, Exodus 15, Exodus 15, Hallelujah. Let me make sure I'm in Exodus 15 and verse 26. Exodus 15 and verse 26. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. I just bless your name, God. Hallelujah. For you're worthy to be praised. 15 and 26. All right, glory be to God. It says here, let's go, we're going to go to 25. We're going to start at 25. We're going to start at 25. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. It says, so in verse 25 in Exodus 15, it says, so he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the water, the water remained sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them and said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which... I have brought to the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you, who heals you. We're going to go there. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go there. And now let's go to Deuteronomy 28 because I want to I wanna just kind of set this foundation up a little bit here so we can see what what is God really talking about. What is God really talking about? All right, that's Deuteronomy 28. And we're going to go to verse 1 and 2. It says here in Deuteronomy 28, verse 1, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. Amen. Verse 2, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. So how many of y'all are looking for a blessing? There's many Right now, right now, that are in need of a blessing. But it should not be 
that way. We should not be in need of anything. This word tells us that these blessings will overtake us. That means that they will chase us down. That means we're trying to run away from the blessing, and the blessing is just hitting us. Bam, bam, bam. I mean, this is the way. But why is it not happening? Why is it not happening? Why is it that we are in search? Why is it that we are praying, we are doing all of the things that the Bible tells us to do? We are tithing. Hallelujah. The Bible says, hallelujah, that a window was open and blessings were poured out. It said that he would rebuke the devourer. All these different things we are doing, but why does it seem like God ain't working for me? What's up with this? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's look at this one key word that we read in both of those scriptures. It was obey. And it said diligently obey. So that, that's a double thing. It's not just saying just obey, but it's saying to diligently obey. Amen? Amen? So it's telling us that we really need to get in this thing and obey. Let's take a look and see what that word diligently Hallelujah stands for. Let's go and see what it looks like in the Hebrew. Diligently. In the Hebrew, hallelujah means to hear, to listen. Hallelujah, to hear it and to listen. So when you hear something, that's one thing. When you listen, you understand it. And then you're able to move in something because you ain't going to move if you don't understand. How many people told you to go do something? You're like, well, wait a minute. Can you tell me how to do that again? Because I'm not understanding what you're telling me. And then they tell you again in a different way. And you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. And now you can do it. You see? But see, with, with, with God, he's saying, I want you to get it. I want you to hear it. And I want you to move in it. And what is that? To obey my command, my statutes, what it is that I have laid down from the beginning. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, listen, you know, when we when we... Grew up, growing up here on the earth, hallelujah, were you, were you an obedient child? Were you, were you obedient? Did you, did you listen to your mother and your father? Did you do what it is that they told you to do? Were you one that kind of tried to find ways to cut corners, hallelujah, or were you obedient? Or were you obedient? You see, the definition of obedience is compliance with an order or a request or a law or submitting to authority. So did you submit to your mother and your father? Did you do you submit to the law? Do you submit, hallelujah, to your boss? Do you follow the, the rules of the job or whatever it is you're supposed to do? Because see this is being obedient. And see the thing of it is is if we can't be obedient to the things we can see, how can we be obedient to the things that we can't see and to walk in the things of God? Because the things of God the flesh cannot do on its own. It takes the Spirit of God in us to give us the strength and ability to walk in it. So, how many of us are obedient to the laws of the land that that line up with God? Now, I'm gonna put it like that because they used to say, "Well, the laws of the land you must you must abide by the laws of the land." Well, the laws of the land say that it's okay to marry men and men. That ain't God. So I can't believe that. I gotta believe what the the words say and just say love. Love covers it all. So if you just love it, you got to cover it. Amen. Glory be to God. So how many of you were disobedient? See, growing up, 
when you're obedient, you're basically preparing yourself, hallelujah, for what's to come. It's not so hard to make the shift and the change from the natural into the spiritual because you're already set, hallelujah, in your mind and in your heart to be obedient to your parents, to be obedient to the teachers, to be obedient to your boss, to be obedient to the, the law of the land. Hallelujah. If they say to go 35, you're going to go 35. Hallelujah. I wish that was me because I'm usually 10 miles over the speed limit. But as I go over this uh, lesson here, it's really showing me some things because what we do in the natural can affect what is going on in the spirit when we're not obedient. Amen. Glory be to God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1. Hallelujah. It speaks about a child. Hallelujah. It says that a child should honor, hallelujah, the mother and their father. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let me get there real quick. There we go. All right. It says, child, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. It says this is right. This is the right thing to do. Amen? It is the right thing to do. Now, if you turn to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 20, it says the same thing. It says, children, obey your parents in all things. Why? For this is well-pleasing to the Lord. This is well-pleasing to the Lord. Glory be to God. So if he's telling us to obey, hallelujah, our parents, that is pleasing, hallelujah, to the Lord, that tells me that he's saying if we obey him, it is pleasing unto him as well. Glory be to God. Amen? Amen. Because he is our Father. He is the Father. He is the Creator. So if we are obedient to the Creator that created us, then that is very pleasing on to him. On to him. Now, as we grew up, as we, we got a little older, you know, we, we 10, 11, 12 now, hallelujah, and, and, and we're growing, the rules of our home are, uh, uh, as they begin to shift and change because we're growing, we're getting into more things, hallelujah. Did you find a way of getting around the things that you knew you were supposed to not do, but you did like your parents would say, hallelujah, I want you off the phone at 10 o'clock, no more phone calls after 10 o'clock, but you turn off the little ringer on the phone and you tell the girl or you tell the guy to call and I'll be right at the phone at this particular time. Or your parents will say, okay, well, good night. And everybody go to bed, but you find yourself slipping out the house, out the window, or you're letting Billy in, or you're letting uh, Josephine in your window, hallelujah, when you know that you ain't supposed to be doing these type of things. Mom says, come home at 8 o'clock, son. You come home at 10 o'clock. Hallelujah. Dad says, girl, you better be home by 6.30. You come home at 8 o'clock. Hallelujah, saying that you were over Jennifer's house doing homework, and the time just got past you because y'all was so busy with the project that you was doing when you really know you weren't at her house anyway. You were over friend's house doing things you had no business doing. You know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Were you obedient? Hallelujah to your parents. Glory be to God, because this is setting the foundation, hallelujah, as we die through the flesh and we rise up in the spirit, how the old man tries to get us and keep us, hallelujah, caught up in that disobedient, rebellious type of mind frame. Hallelujah, glory be to God, to keep us caught up in that disobedient,
mind frame, rebellion, rebellion. That's what we're talking about, rebellion. Rebellion is the action or process of resisting authority, resisting control, resisting the things in which authority is calling for us to do. You know, a lot of people just don't like the police. Why is that? Well, well, I will put it this, today it's a little different story than what it used to be. Today, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff they have no business doing. But, you know, there was a time where there wasn't really a reason. But it's just the fact that they had authority that people didn't like the police. They had the ability just to say, hey, what are you doing? Can I see your ID? You know, little things like that. Some people, they just that authority. I just, oh, my God, you know, I couldn't deal with it. I, you know, there was a point in my life. I could not, oh, Lord, here comes the police, here comes the bubble, you know, things like this. But it was a simple fact because they had authority. They had power over me, and I wanted the power over me and a whole bunch of other stuff. How many of you are like that? How many of you see your boss and you just have an issue with him when he ain't done nothing with you? It's just a simple fact that he has some authority. How many of you had a co-worker that you really liked and y'all got along until they got a position over you? Now y'all don't get along at all. Authority. There's many people that can't do authority. Why is that? Because they want to be the authority. Everybody got to answer to somebody. Hallelujah. And being children of God, we must answer to God. And that time is going to come. But the question today is, are you obedient to the voice? Of God. His voice, hallelujah, is written, hallelujah, in the word. His voice, hallelujah, speaks unto through his spirit. His voice, hallelujah, speaks to you in the midnight hours through visions and dreams. His voice is always speaking. But are you listening to the voice of God? Are you listening to the voice of God? Hallelujah. Let's go to First Samuel chapter 15. Hallelujah. We're going to take a look at Saul. Hallelujah. The people, hallelujah, wanted a king like all of the other nations. Hallelujah. So God said, okay. Ah, yes, Lord. And then they, 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 Samuel, hallelujah, raised up Saul, and Saul became the king. Hallelujah. But Saul was a little rebellious. He, he didn't know how to follow directions. Hallelujah. Does that sound familiar? Many just don't know how to follow. Follow directions. Before you can be a good leader, you got to be a, a good follower. Hallelujah. And many people don't want to follow. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You know, you have a lot of these dictatorship churches, hallelujah, that want people to follow them for the rest of their life. Hallelujah. Before they uh, ordain them as a pastor. Hallelujah. 20 years, 15 years, looking at the back of somebody's neck. Hallelujah, as my dad would say, glory be to God. Ah, yes, Lord. But we, hallelujah, are going to be looking at Saul in chapter, 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 1. Hallelujah. And the question that I'm going to propose is what is it that God told Saul to do? Saul has a command from God. He had a command from God. And this is what it says. Mm -hmm. Let's go up to verse 2 in chapter 15. Verse 2. 
We're gonna let's let's just do this. Let's read some uh, fifteen and one down the three. We're just gonna read that whole thing. Amen. Uh, starting at chapter fifteen, verse one. Samuel also said to Saul, "The Lord sent me to anoint you king over the people, over Israel. Now, therefore, heed the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts: I will punish Amalek for what." He did to Israel, how he ambushed him on the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and attack Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have, and do not spare them, but kill both men and women, infants and nursing children, oxen, sheep, camel, and donkeys. Now that was a command. That was a command that God had given. On to Saul. But what did Saul do? Saul chose to see fit to do what he thought would be a good thing to do. Sometimes we can get caught up in what looks good but does not fit what God has orchestrated or has asked for us to do. There's always, hallelujah, you know, you can look at what a pastor so-and-so was doing down the street, and you can see things just really popping off at his church. It's just live, everything. Every every time the church doors is open, the parking lot's full. Hallelujah. So you decide to do, hallelujah, what Pastor, pastor Billy's doing. Amen. But see, that ain't what God called for you to do. God has a mission for you. God has an assignment for you. Hallelujah. If it's not church, just going to work. Hallelujah. Even on the bus, there's a mission for you. Hallelujah. Ministry ain't in the, in the building. Ministry's in the highways and the byways where you can talk to those people that don't know God about the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Everybody has a different assignment. I seen a gentleman on the corner with a blowhorn. Hallelujah. Preaching the word of God. I said, my God, Lord, this boy, he's off the chain. But God said, that's for him. That ain't for you. Hallelujah. Because sometimes we can see something that looks good, and it is good, but it ain't good for you. Why? Because God did not give it to you to do. Hallelujah. He has commanded for you to do what he has commanded for you to do. So stay in your lane and stop looking at what other people are doing and how they're prospering and being blessed by being obedient to God. What you need to look at is am I being obedient to God? Am I following what God has called for me to do? Am I seeking God to make sure that I'm on the right track? Or am I just going with what I feel is right because it's going to make me, 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 look good. And, oh, my God, hallelujah. So let's take a look in verse 8, what God, hallelujah, told Saul to do. In verse 8 of chapter uh, 15, hallelujah, glory be to God. And, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Let's take a look at what Saul did after God told him and gave him the direction and, and what to do. It says here, he says, he, uh, let's go to verse 7, and we'll read down to 8. It says, and Saul attacked the Amalites from Hebel all the way to Shear, which is east of Egypt. He also took Agag, king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of a sword. So what is it that he did that didn't line up with what God told him to do? 
I told him to kill everybody. So what is he doing taking the king when that ain't what God told him to do? My God. Look at here. God is a God of order. He's a God of order. Hallelujah. When he told Moses to build the temple, hallelujah, when he told Noah to build the ark, he specifically gave him a diagram, specifically told him how many feet, how many inches, specifically told him what type of material to use. Hallelujah. So that tells me that we deal with a God that is specific. He knows exactly what he wants, and he knows how he wants it. So when he says something, you cannot give him 99% of what he's asking for. He wants all 100%. So hallelujah. If you, hallelujah, he don't want some of you. He wants all. All of you. Hallelujah. He commands us to give us his all. Hallelujah. Not some, not a bit or a piece, but all of us. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. God desires his people to follow his order to the T. There is no middle ground. There is no middle ground. He did everything that God told him to do. He killed, hallelujah, he killed the ox, he killed the children, he killed the, 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 the men, he killed the women. He did all that, but the thing that he didn't do that put him in a position of losing his kingship is he brought the king. He did not kill the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many, how many of us? Because I see, see, I said in this too, I'm, I'm all in this. This really convicted me as I read this. Hallelujah. How many of us, hallelujah, God say do something and we do it, but we leave out what, what we really don't want to do? Amen. Hallelujah. God said, I want you to go over here. I want you to do this. Hallelujah. I want you to do that. And you go over there, but you don't do everything God tell you to do. God, you sitting in church. God say, I want you to give $150. You say, okay, I'll give. You just give $100, though. God said, I want you to do this, but you don't do that. You don't understand. That's rebellion. That's rebellion of God, of his word. God is speaking to you to do something. And when God speaks to you to do something, it's our job, hallelujah, as being created, his, his creation, him being our father, hallelujah, to do what it is that he says to do. All power is in his hands. Hallelujah. If we do what he say do, so what if it's all the money you got? Hallelujah. He's the source of money. Hallelujah. He'll bring you tenfold back just because you were obedient to his word. But we as little gods upon the earth think we're running something. We ain't running nothing. God's running the show. Amen. Glory be to God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Titus chapter 1 and verse 10. That's Titus chapter 1. In verse 10, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Titus chapter 1 and verse 10 reads this. It says, for there are many insubordinate, idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision especially those of the circumcision. See, when you deal with the word insubordinate, you're dealing with rebellion. You're dealing with rebellion. They are rebelling against the things of God. Okay? So in this time, in this day where we are living on tonight, we have many that are rebelling against 
God. They're talkers. They got the talk, but they don't have the walk. They look one way, but really they're another way. Deceivers, especially those of the circumcision. What is those of the circumcision? These are the Jews. These are the people of God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. They look like one thing, but they really are another. That's why it's very, you must discern the spirit to make sure that it is of God when you walk into the church house, because not everything that looked like God, hallelujah, is God. Not everything that looked like God is God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's a story in here I want to go, I want to show you pertaining to, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Turn with me to Acts chapter 11. We're going to just go over, let me see, is that Acts chapter 11 is that Luke 6? Let me see. Glory to God, chapter 11. Uh, I want to. Uh, uh huh. No. Okay. We're going to read, read. Let's read Acts chapter eleven, verse one and two, and then we'll take a look into Luke chapter six, chapter six, verse six and ten. Hallelujah. So Acts chapter eleven, verse one and two. Hallelujah. Reads. Now the apostles and brethren who were in Judah heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. Okay? Hallelujah. And when Peter came up to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision contended with him. Contended with him. They they rebelled. Hallelujah. They didn't want nothing to, to do, hallelujah, with the man of God. Why? Because there were some things that were going on that were a little bit different. You see, when you're dealing with rebellion, you're dealing with witchcraft. When you're dealing with witchcraft, you're dealing with, hallelujah, individuals that do not want to follow the mandate and will of God. Hallelujah, glory be to God. So as a change is taking place in the church, hallelujah, as now the Gentiles, hallelujah, have been engrafted in, hallelujah, you have those that did not want to receive them. They didn't want to receive them, and they had ought with the man of God, Apostle Peter. Hallelujah, they had an issue with Peter. Glory be to God. How many of y'all, hallelujah, uh, uh, have visited uh, a religious traditional church, hallelujah, and a man of God, hallelujah, came in there, hallelujah, with a word, a, a, a fresh revelation from God, hallelujah, and the church said, we ain't never going to allow this man to come back into our church again because what he spoke of was blasphemy. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Many, hallelujah, apostles and many prophets have gone into some of these type of churches and shared a word of today. Hallelujah. And they have been banished from that church. Hallelujah. And and, and, and many have been banished from that region because you know how uh, some folks, they, they come together and they begin to talk, hallelujah, about things that uh, to keep individuals from entering in, hallelujah, or having a door to speak, hallelujah, the true word of God. Glory be to God. But this is what began to go on. And even in the book of Luke, chapter 6, if you turn with me, 
Luke chapter 6, uh, we're going to read verse 6 through 10. You have Christ, hallelujah, that was in the synagogue. And the funny thing about this is here's a sick man in the church. That don't make no sense. If God is supposed to be in the church and we and, and the leaders, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, hallelujah, are in the church, hallelujah, where is the healing power that is supposed to be in the church? So when the healing power comes into the church and begins to heal the, the, the sickness and disease in the church, why is there a problem with it? Glory be to God. Ah, yes, Lord. There's individuals that go and they visit churches and they see, hallelujah, in the spirit, hallelujah, what individuals are dealing with, and they begin to minister to them. They begin to lay hands on them, hallelujah, with the approval of the man of God, hallelujah. But sometimes, hallelujah, you get those that aren't moving in the prophetic because, hallelujah, the scales, the scales are talked about in Job, the scales are so close together of that Leviathan spirit that the wind can't even get through. And if wind can't get through, we can go to the upper room where it's said of my rushing wind came in and tongues fell. The Holy Ghost can't move in the name of Jesus Christ. So if the Holy Ghost can't move, that means that there can't be no deliverance because deliverance comes from the Holy Ghost. But when you get a man that is moving in the spirit into a place of such, hallelujah, then what happens is the man begins to get a little jealous because things are going on. People are starting to gravitate to the man of God, hallelujah, because they see the spirit of God just resting upon him, and they say you will never come back into this church. You will never come back into this church. Why? Because of jealousy. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to read uh, Luke chapter 6 and verse 10, okay? Six, excuse me, uh, chapter 6, verse 6 through 10. Verse 6 through 10, amen. And it reads, now it happened on another Sabbath also. See, he going around on the Sabbath doing all kinds of miracles and things, and, and, and they have no understanding because they, they, they stuck in tradition and religion. Hallelujah. Even today, God is doing a new thing. He's raising up. He's raising up folks that you would have never assumed a thought would be in the church, not just in the church, but behind the pulpit. Yeah, that pimp, uh, that, that drug dealer, that woman, that prostitute, yeah, all these folks, you're going to start seeing popping up, hallelujah, glory be to God, prophesying, hallelujah, laying hands, all this, because God's going to get the glory because it's only God that could have brought them from that place to this place. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus Christ. So look at here. It says, now it happens on Another Sabbath, also, that he entered the synagogue and taught. And a man was there whose right hand was withered. Now, a man was there. He was sick and diseased, okay? So the scribes and the Pharisees watched him closely. They so busy watching Christ that they don't even care about the, 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 
the healing, hallelujah, that this man needed. Hallelujah. There's so many churches today that they ain't worried about your sickness. They're not worried about your disease. All they're worried about is your pocketbook to where you leave the same way that you came in. Hallelujah. But let a man come in that can lay hands upon you and deliver you from that sickness, deliver you from that addiction, deliver you from that thing. Hallelujah. He will never be accepted back into that church again. Why? Because he's moving in power. Hallelujah. And jealousy will not allow him to come back in. Glory be to God. He goes on to say, he goes on to say, hallelujah. Uh, so the scribes and the Pharisees watched him, Jesus, closely, where he would heal on the Sabbath. That don't make no sense. But anyway, that they might find an accusation against him. But he, knowing their thoughts. Now, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Does that mean that he is a, a witch or something? He's reading people's thoughts. Wait a minute. Boy, that sounds kind of spooky to me. Ah, hallelujah. You know, people would say, say when, when I would say something, they would say, wait a minute. That's not a God. That's not a God. How, how are you just going to read my thoughts? How, you know, what, do you, what do you mean? What are you talking about? No, that's not a God. What is, what is that? That's, that's evil. That's, that's darkness. That, that's a spirit. No. If Jesus did it, why can't we do it? Why can't we do it? Amen? So it says, discern the spirit and seek the spirit from God, right? So if we're going to discern something, that means we've got to get into something to see what's going on. Amen? So he goes on to say here, it says, but he knew their thoughts and said to the man who had the withered hand, arise and stand here, and he rose and stood. Then Jesus said to them, I will ask one Ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? Hmm. And when he looked around at them all, he said to the man, stretch out your hand, and he did so, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. Verse 11, but they were filled with rage. Why would you be filled with rage to see somebody healed? That don't make no sense. And they and, and discussed it with one another what they might do to Jesus. Now they want to kill him. Now they want to throw him out to church. They never want to invite him back again because he did something that they couldn't do. There's something they couldn't do. Don't make any sense. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen here. Obedience. We must understand that when it comes to obedience, Hallelujah. We must be obedient to it all, to it all. The Bible says in the New Testament, in the gospel, he says there's one command that I give unto you, and that is to love, to love one another as I have loved you. Through love, we basically fulfill the law. We fulfill the law. It says to walk in the spirit and you will not satisfy the lust of the flesh <clears throat> by walking in the spirit and the fruits of the spirit it says that in walking in these there is no uh, no law if I'm correct basically you have fulfilled the law because love conquers a multitude of sin amen many of us are, are walking in witchcraft and don't even know it why because we are being rebellious to the things of God. 
we're being rebellious to the things of God. So we're wondering why we can't receive our blessing. Why am I going through this financial uh, difficulty? Why is it that my husband and I just can't get along? See, there's many different curses that come. There's many different curses that come when you open yourself up to them. And the way that we open ourselves up to curses is by rebellion, by being rebellious. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. What happens to a rebellious child? That rebellious child gets caught every now and then. And when that rebellious child gets caught, oh, daddy, tear that butt up, right? There's a a consequence to the rebelliousness. When you are out in the street and you're doing things that you're not supposed to do, they say do not steal. That's what the Bible says, hallelujah, and so does the law. But you go and want to be rebellious and you want to stand at home. When you get caught, you're going to go to jail. Bottom line, hallelujah. So in that, as we are being rebellious to God and the law that God has set for his creation, there is a consequence when we walk outside of the law. The Bible says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, if you are rebellious, you ain't abiding uh, in God, you are not dwelling under no shadow. You're outside the shadow. You're outside the will of God. And because you're out there, the enemy has a legal right to come in and to cause havoc in your life. So I ask again, if you are in need of a blessing, what is it and how is it you're living? Are you listening to the voice of God to direct you? And this, I'm telling you, this is for me as well. God really dealt with me on this because it is so true. It is so true. We've gotten so accustomed to living in a fashion and way that the church says it's okay, but it ain't okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay to live with someone and not be married to them. That's rebellion against the word of God. That's rebellion against the word of God because God says that the two shall become. A man shall leave his mother and his father and cleave to his wife, not cleave to a woman for five or six months until he's tired of her and then move on to the next. He don't say that. There's many other things that the church has allowed that the leaders and preachers are not coming against in the church. But I don't care because it's the truth. It's God's truth. And it hurts. If we want to be blessed, if we want to have peace, if we want to have a long life, if we want to get away from sickness and disease, walk according to the will and statutes of God, and you will be protected. You will be protected. We, we, we quote a lot of scriptures, but we don't understand that the scriptures have a uh, 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 They're asking something from us, and then there's something that we get out of being obedient to what is being said in the word. Seek first the kingdom of God. That's what we're supposed to do. What what do we get out of it? All things will be added unto us. Well, let 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 me rephrase that. Seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. That's what we're supposed to do. And what happens? All things will be added unto us. Are you seeking first the kingdom of God? Or are you running to the phone to talk to Mary or talk to Howard about your issue, about your problem? 
about what he or she or the job just did, or are you seeking God? See, we have to be obedient. This is what God is calling for in this hour, for us to be obedient, for us to seek him, for us to worship, hallelujah, and praise him so that he can inhabit the praises of his people and go forth, hallelujah, to begin to transform, to begin to change, to begin to break off a lot of these things that we are battling, hallelujah, that are keeping us from being obedient to his word, that's keeping us from loving the way God has intended for us to love, for us to give as God has intended for us to give because we are coming into a time, people, you don't understand we're coming into a time. We're coming into a time. God is saying we need to get it right because we're coming into a time to where we are going to need one another like we've never needed one another before. So we must learn how to love and to walk by faith and not by sight. In order to walk by faith and not by sight, we must be obedient to God. We must learn, hallelujah, to understand, to seek, hallelujah, the truth, hallelujah, that will set us free, that we will be able to overcome all obstacles of the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if there's any children, any teenagers, hallelujah, that are listening now or even in the archives, hallelujah, turn and begin to be obedient to your teachers. Be obedient to your parents. Be obedient to authority because all you're doing is training yourself to be obedient to the word of God, to do what it is that God has said to do in the name of Jesus Christ. And your life will be lived peacefully and joyfully, hallelujah, under the shadow of the Almighty. Glory be to God. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you, Father God, for the word that you have brought forth on today. We thank you, Father God, hallelujah, Lord, that you, Father God, are showing us, Father God, through your spirit that we need to get it right, that we need to stop dibbling and dabbling. We need to stop giving you lip service, Father God, and begin to give you all of us. Stop giving you those things we choose to do and throwing those things away that we don't want to do, but gravitating to it all, Lord God, and just giving you everything. Right now, Lord God, hallelujah, I repent. I lay it down, Father God, everything that I'm doing, everything that I've done, hallelujah, that is not conducive to your will and your word. Father God, even when you Speak, Father God, hallelujah, in your still small voice, Lord God, hallelujah, and I see that it's something that I don't want to do. I justify it and keep it pushing. Lord God, help me, forgive me, and forgive each and every person upon this line. Lord God, now, hallelujah, put it up underneath the blood. Give us a fresh start, Father God, hallelujah, that we may be able to listen, Father God, and move as you say move. For you are the creator, and we are your creation. You know what's best for us, Lord. We don't have a clue. Hallelujah, Lord God, help us to keep our eyes and our mind on you, that we may be able to move as you say move and to do as you say do so that we can receive what we need to receive. Father God, to go to the place that you will have us to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We just worship you, Lord God. We just praise your name, Lord God. Oh, there's none like you, Father God. We thank you for your mercy, Lord God. We thank you for looking over us, Lord God, even when we are in our mess. Father God, hallelujah. Oh, this was an all-time word, Lord God, I thank you. Oh, this was an all-time word, Lord, I thank you. Glory be to God. I just want to I just wanna read something to you all real quick. Glory be to God. How much time we got? Oh, we got a little time. Amen. I just want to read something to you real quick. If you, if you go to, uh, mm, let me see here. 
There's about 21 blessings, hallelujah, that we would be able to find in chapter 28. Hallelujah. There's around 21 blessings, hallelujah, that come about, hallelujah, in being obedient. They're in, hallelujah, uh, chapter 28 of Deuteronomy. Okay? Amen. A lot of blessings. But there's also, hallelujah, if we look uh, a little bit down into, uh, I think it starts at uh, 28 and 16, there's many uh, curses for those that don't want to be obedient to the word of God. Amen? So I'm going to read some of the curses because we, we always go over the, bless, the blessing. We need to know, you know, what the curses are for not, hallelujah, listening, for not paying attention to what it is that God is telling us to do. Hallelujah in the name. Oh, bless Lord, the curses, the curses. Amen. Here's a curse, verse 16 in chapter 28. It says, you will be cursed in the city, you will be cursed in the field. Your basket and storehouse will be cursed, meaning that your finances is going to be cursed. You ain't going to prosper. Hallelujah! They say, they say, if you so, if you if you if you tithe, that a window will open from heaven and that it'll throw you out of blessing to where you will not be able to contain. Well, they say here that if you curse. Now, that basket ain't going to get full. Verse 18 says, your children will be cursed. Hallelujah, your crops will be cursed. Your, all these things will happen. But what we always come up with is this. Well, that's the Old Testament. Yes, it is the Old Testament. But the Old Testament, hallelujah, if it wasn't for it, there wouldn't be no New Testament. And there are still laws, hallelujah, that we need to abide by. And one of the laws is we need to be obedient to the will of God, and his will in his, is in his word. The Bible says, for the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hallelujah. So Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, is the word. Hallelujah. And what he did, hallelujah, is in this word. And who he is, is this word. And what I just spoke, hallelujah, came from him. So we need to be obedient to the word of God, to receive the blessings that are stored up for us. They're just waiting for us to align ourselves up. All of the stuff that you may be going through, the habit that you may be going through, is all to align you up to where you are able to become obedient, that you put aside all of the craziness, that you line up with the will of God. Ask God, where is he working in your life, that you may join him, that you may join him in that, that you willfully join him so so that you can overcome whatever that thing is and move on to the next, to where you can walk in obedience, hallelujah, and receive everything that the Lord has for you, that your children, your children and your children's children will be blessed, that they won't be cursed, hallelujah, because of the disobedience that may be uh, arising in you. Rebellion is witchcraft, and it opens doors, hallelujah. It opens doors to curses, hallelujah. It opens doors. What is rebellion? Hallelujah, going against the word of God, going against authority, going against, going against the grain. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we are to be in this world, but not of this world. Hallelujah. Being in this world, yes, we are to go against the grain. Hallelujah. It says that even a candle, uh, it, it, it says uh, uh, for a rich man, hallelujah, is a rich man, you're getting to heaven is like a candle going through the, the, the eye of a needle. That's how hard it is. Glory be to God. So hallelujah, it also talks about the roads. It's saying that most people take the high roads, hallelujah, but we both take the low roads. Hallelujah, glory be to God. I'm just kind of 
uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, uh, using using my my words. That's something like that. I can't think right now. Amen. But glory be to God. I just want to say this though, for real, for real, for real. This is a time, people. Hallelujah, because we're moving into some serious things. If you guys aren't aware of what's happening to Christians in other countries, they're dying. They're being burnt alive. Their heads are being cut off. There's many different things. And these individuals are already here in the States. They're just waiting for a particular time, hallelujah, to come about to where they can show their ugly heads. Hallelujah, glory be to God, in the name of Jesus Christ. So we must be prepared. We must be prepared. We must break away from the world and gravitate closer to God. We must, hallelujah, begin to walk into obedience, hallelujah, to where more of him, hallelujah, possesses us than us ourselves. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The Bible tells us that we have power in the name of Jesus. We have authority in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But many of us don't use it or know we have it or, hallelujah, because of the way we're living, we can't access it. Hallelujah. So God is wanting us to come together under him. Abide by him, hallelujah, so that we be able to move, hallelujah, in the spirit, hallelujah, and not move in the flesh. Ah, yes, Lord, glory be to God. Glory be to God. We just give praises unto you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for saving us. We thank you, Father God, for rescuing us. Father, for a time like this, many of us on this line, Lord God, hallelujah, we know we ought to be dead. We know we ought to have been done going crazy, being locked up in an insane asylum or in a jail cell. Hallelujah. But for God, hallelujah, you saved us, Lord God, being our lawyer, our attorney, hallelujah, the judge, hallelujah, and the jury. You said, hallelujah, that they are not guilty for my Son, hallelujah, has paid the price for what it is that they have done. Glory be to God, and we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We will never be bound, hallelujah, by him again. We will never be bound, hallelujah, again. Hallelujah. We are free. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord God, to walk in the freedom that you, Lord, have given us. In the name of Jesus Christ, I want to play one more song before we Get off the line, hallelujah. We are not bound, hallelujah, to sin. We are bound to the blood of God. I pray for you. We are bound. I'm going to use hallelujah. your story. I want to be free right now. Open your mouth and begin to tell the Lord. I want to be free right now. Tell the Lord. I'm ready to be delivered right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Open your mouth and tell him. God, I give you every failure. God, I give you every secret in my life. God, I give you every hidden thing. I'm ready. Shake it off of me. Deliver me in my secret that I might be free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. He's breaking it off of you. He's changing your appetite. He's changing your desire. Somebody clap your hands for these people. Somebody's getting free. We break the cords. We break the cords of wickedness. We break the cords of your bondage. Woman, be free. Woman, be free. Woman, be delivered. Woman, be whole today. 
deliverance. Now, receive your deliverance. Even now, even now, even now, even now, even now, even
Glory be to God. The angels in heaven are rejoicing with you now, whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow or next month. Don't get it twisted. Just because you're listening to a recorded message, hallelujah, God still moves. You just follow that word. Follow what was stated and watch God move and transform your life as you give it unto him. Amen. Glory be to God. Again, I just want to thank each and every person that has joined us Hallelujah, this evening on MBKI Kingdom Encounter Radio Show on Blog Talk. Glory be to God. Ah, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I just want to see if my wife has anything that she'd like to say. She just wants to say that she loves you all and thank you for attending, hallelujah, the radio show today. And I just have one thing that I would like to say. Listen, y'all, walk by faith and not by sight. We love you. See you next week. God bless you.